taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Unbuja food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down, down with the Unbuja food aid. Let me uh, give you some social media information um, if you're interested in finding out what I've been doing in the past, um, I don't know, just past few days, actually. <laughs> A number of things um, that I'll actually be sharing with you as well. Uh, you can always find me on Facebook, which is the Unbougie Foodie, but Instagram is the underscore Unbougie Foodie. Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. And you know, I would encourage you also to visit my website as well. You know, I do put updates on uh, on there. You know, pictures and just little quips, and sometimes I need to be better about it, honestly. Um, about where I've gone, um, foods that I've um, or dishes or cuisines that I've had. Um, that is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. You'll hear past episodes of shows. Um, as well as get an opportunity to see a few articles that I've written for um, a local community newspaper. But let us get our show started. You know, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it really is a pleasure for me to have you all just enjoying the show, um, you know, getting feedback. Um, Facebook friends that are watching and so forth thank you very much um, many that have actually uh, ones that have joined and said hello or liked it thank you very much so all right so this <laughs> i've already described it in the description there <laughs> about what this show this episode is actually going to be about so wow <laughs> that's actually really good um, I hope everybody can see that. It's called Thug Kitchen. Thug Kitchen. Uh, eat like you give. Okay. <laughs> I will just say that this is a book that is not for the faint of heart. I would encourage you certainly not to give it to your children. Not to give it to your children. Um... Parents, adults, <laughs> 21 and over, yeah, that, or okay, maybe 18 or over, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, this is not one that you want to just say, here, um, little Johnny, little Becky, or <laughs> uh, go ahead and read this book. No, you, you can't do that. Not with this, not with this cookbook. If parents, if you really want to actually share this cookbook information, 
with your children or maybe you don't have them in the kitchen with you, maybe you'd want to write down this information first and take out some of the, or, or you know, and just write the, the recipes down. But hey, we're adults here. And I am on the radio, so I am bound by many guidelines and regulations that prevent me from saying words that are, cannot be said through, you know, based on FCC. So let me just first start off by saying that this is a really awesome book. Um, and for a person that is not really lived a plant-based lifestyle, I mean, I really do enjoy fruits and vegetables and I, c I think everyone could do more certainly but um I do eat meat I do I admit that and I shouldn't even say I, I admit that there's nothing really to admit um it really is just it's personal choice and you know I definitely understand about the health benefits um that there are um and of course you know when you read perhaps a, a cookbook that inspires you to to do that or to go towards that that lane um why not and why not find a great cookbook that is fun that is going to have you talking about um or feeling good about making that decision of hey i'm gonna have for the next couple of days or maybe my next meal is going to be all plant-based why not and that's actually what I'm finding in this book or in this cookbook. It really is seriously a lot of fun. And <laughs> I can't get over. <laughs> I really can't get over that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's quite explicit. And I'm not saying that uh, it in uh, a judgmental way at all. It actually it makes it kind of fun just being able to, to read through something that just seems really real. Anyway, uh, a little bit about um, Thug Kitchen or just the the two gentlemen that actually came up with it. Um, they're based in Los Angeles. And how do I say this? They were a part of organized affiliation of um, individuals that group themselves together in Los Angeles though two separate uh, organizations of different colors if you're getting what I'm talking about anyway these two gentlemen opposite sides I mean have came together and wanted to do something different with their lives elevating themselves with food and so at first they started a, a web series or just you know a YouTube channel and got such a wonderful following um, and as they say you know it went viral because the meals that they were doing the um, things that they were creating were so awesome people were actually trying them at home and then commenting on how great um, you know their ideas were well it went and grew further um, they started getting, uh, you know, they finally had gotten a food truck and it was called the kitchen food truck. <laughs> so that was really cool. And it, again, it just progressed and continued to progress so that they, you know, individuals started encouraging them. Hey, you need to have a cookbook. Um, you need to 
publish these different um, recipes or the cuisine um, that you're creating. And so, you know, and that's where it, it started. Um, all of it is based in Los Angeles. If you want to find out more about them, definitely visit thugkitchen.com. Again, T-H-U-G-K-I-T-C-H-E-N.com. And you'll find out uh, even further about um, the two gentlemen. Very intelligent. Um, I'm, I'm laughing because... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to read this... Um, on the back you know the back cover just the cover itself is really interesting but on the back cover it says food so good we swear by it and <laughs> the word swear is <laughs> really prominent <laughs> because this book um is not for the faint of heart i'm just i'm just telling you i really am just telling you um yeah but i want to jump right in it uh, I was in the preface portion of the book and just want to mention a few things about it. Which is, um, well, first off, you know, they're talking about congratulating you on purchasing the book. Uh, and interestingly enough, you know, I, I, I did do some editing. So, I, like I said, there's no way that I will be saying all of these words that are in here. So, I will, I will certainly be pointing out some very specific areas that I really want to share with you. Um, if you get the book, I, I promise you will not be disappointed because I've gone through, gosh, maybe a, a hundred and thirty-one pages so far uh, and the book itself is about oh including the index 211 213 pages but such a wide variety of recipes but again the preface uh interesting part the first rule as they say the first rule of the kitchen is is read the recipe second rule of the kitchen read the recipe i mean they really stress on reading the recipe or just reading period and and then it says read all the way through before you actually start to cook um it's best to take the time to look over any of the details that you have you know, you know in reference to uh, the bigger picture that might cause some type of confusion or uh, issue on what you're about to create so yeah make sure and i think that's in every in every recipe as well uh, or any cookbook that you're actually using uh, or as a guide which uh, you know they mentioned that in here as well but you can't just simply i'm gonna pick up a rest i'm gonna pick up a cookbook and i'm gonna grab all these ingredients or go down the list that they have read the recipe first find out maybe what you have already in your your pantry your kitchen your fridge whatever the case is and then start that process or and i i understand why sometimes you see on certain cooking shows or maybe for a chef or uh, a individual uh, excuse me a culinary professional 
has all their things laid out, all their ingredients, because you want to make it easy uh, for you, um, you know, when you're trying to prepare, you know, this meal. And that's what they're encouraging as well is read the information first. Make sure that you have all of your necessary ingredients um, so that you don't get surprised by, wow, there's, dang it, I don't have that spice. Now I've got to either improvise or rush out to the grocery store when you have things probably on the stove. And you don't want that. You don't want that. Anyway, the next thing that they are encouraging is to pay attention to your measuring your ingredients. Uh, what do they say? You know, when, especially like in, in when you're doing construction or architecture or building, um, measure twice, cut once. So again, measure your ingredients, double check um, that you have the appropriate amounts, um, you know, available, um, and make sure it's 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 accurate. I mean, certainly you could, you can, you know, if you want to use a little less salt or maybe a little bit more this additional spice, you could definitely do that. But they're really cool about um, and smart about the information that they have in the book. Uh, interestingly enough, they they have a cheat sheet of what equals what. So if you don't have, uh, I don't know, a Pyrex, I'll just say something that everybody is very familiar with, is a Pyrex measuring cup um, or container or something. You know, there are certain things that you could or other things that you could actually use to measure. And I was watching something on, a, on another cooking uh, station, I'll say. Um, and someone was like, oh, wait, we need to put two tablespoons. And I only put one tablespoon. Uh, no, they only had a teaspoon available. So they were trying to figure out what is the equivalent of, you know, a tablespoon versus a teaspoon. Well, <laughs> here in the kitchen cookbook, and I'm quite sure in the other cookbooks as well that they have, which I'll talk about that in a second. Um, they're three teaspoons equals one tablespoon. This is just kind of like for some folks, maybe elementary, but I'm gonna mention it because it's something that they're sharing in the book and maybe you're someone that is watching or listening, that you're watching on Facebook Live or you're listening um, you know, over the radio or through the TuneIn app and you're probably like, hey, I never thought about that. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna chat about it a little bit. So. Three, tea, three teaspoons equals one tablespoon. Two tablespoons equals one eighth of a cup. Four tablespoons equals one quarter cup. I'm almost done, don't worry. <laughs> five tablespoons equals, the uh, five tablespoons plus one teaspoon equals one third of a cup. I know, I know. <laughs> Two cups equals one pint, four, four cups, is the equivalent of one quart four quarts is the equivalent of one gallon so those are just things to remember and i'm quite sure that you know there are little magnets out there that you could put on your refrigerator um, if you don't have that you know things on the internet you could find as well but hey 
So, the next thing that they talk about is do you. <laughs> Literally, it says you do you. Um, you've gotten all your measurements, you have them on point, you know what the recipe is asking for. But again, like I mentioned, you know, recipes, they, and they're stating it in here, you should know that recipes are just a guide. Just use it as a foundation. Um, you, you'd certainly want to go by the recipe, especially if you're not very familiar with how something is made or how to create something. Use the recipe as a guide, and then you know how you'd like something to taste. Um, you know what you like. Uh, but the important thing is also to taste while you're cooking it, not right before you're about to actually serve it to everybody. <laughs> or thinking, okay, this is going to work out great. No problem. Uh, well, then what if you need to add maybe a little bit more salt or some pepper or maybe some other spices? Well, hello, you need to be adding that while you're actually cooking it um, so that those spices are then incorporated with the whole entire dish and not just a topical <laughs> part. You know, like I said, like they've said, you know how you like food. Trust your, your own judgment. Trust yourself um, on how that is. So, um, <laughs> you know, again, I, I'm going to, I'm going to every now and then go back to back and forth to this. Um, it's, it's on air. I know it's very difficult for me to go off and, uh, really do the editing, <laughs> It's not hard. It's not difficult. I shouldn't say that because I, I know well, while you're reading, you don't just read while you read. You read ahead. Uh, excuse me. No, you don't speak while you read. No. How does that go? You don't read exactly while you're speaking. You read ahead a little bit. Um, your brain is able to process words and phrases and so forth before you're able to speak them. So it it is... I can actually do the editing, but then there all of a sudden comes a moment where it's like almost every word in the sentence might be something that I can't say. So anyway, um, it talks about <laughs> every now and then you might want to know how to cook something, something really basic um, without having a recipe that goes on and on and on forever. And they have examples of, for instance, beans, how to cook beans, how to do quinoa, how to cook rice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really enjoyable, I, I tell you. So let me tell you, let me talk to you or just share with you um, one, I got about maybe six, no, about three or four recipes that I want to actually share from the book with you. Um, and just bear with me too, because, but they they look okay so i'm just if you're on facebook live you could actually probably see it gosh look at that sourdough french toast can you see that <laughs> okay i'm sorry those of you that are on the listening on the radio you can't see it but i tell you um this looks amazing it really does so it you know this is on page 23 of the cookbook itself and you know, you really could do some of this stuff 
you know, they show you how to do your own waffle mix, um, pancake mix. Uh, this one, it's, you know, you're going to be making six pieces of French toast. Um, they said that it's really, really easy. And if you want to make a larger amount, you could double or triple it or whatnot. But so you're going to start off with a recipe of, and again, I, I've got to mention about this. This particular cookbook is all plant-based. So there is not any meat products in here. So there will be items that are, uh, that I mean, or recipes that you'll find that will have, I guess, give you a meat texture. Um, I'm, you know, we talk about that. We've probably even heard or gone to restaurants within the Twin Cities themselves that it's all plant-based, but they have that meat texture and maybe even a flavor. Um, and so that's what they're doing in here as well. But I'm not so much on a very serious level of you've got to do these type of steps very very simple very very simple um but this recipe is not we're not talking about plant-based with the recipe right now this is going in the breakfast section right now but so it starts off with one and one half teaspoons of ground chia ground um, chia or flaxseed two tablespoons of holy flour one cup of vanilla non-dairy milk uh, a half a loaf uh, of day-old sourdough bread um, or whatever crusty bread that you probably have um, that you know in your kitchen or cupboard um, one and one half tablespoons of uh, nutritional yeast um, and they talk about it you know in each one of these areas you know if there's something that they've not mentioned before um, they we'll go back and talk about you know make mention of what nutritional yeast is or in this case what nutritional yeast is um where can you possibly get it um or what's in it's involved so i didn't really know what that was but it's called nooch noosh i believe uh n-o-o-c-h um it basically is deactivated yeast that's sold in flakes and kind of gives things a cheesy type of taste. Um, yeah. <laughs> they describe it as, it's like healthy um, Cheeto dust. <laughs> um, but it's packed with folic acid, um, selenium, zinc, uh, zinc, and some protein. Um, you could find it in bulk um, stores or in bulk at your local grocery store um, or even on the internet. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm editing, folks. I'm editing because this is not how it's actually being said in the, in the book. But I'm telling you, it, it's, it was fun to be, go past, go through it so much. You know, it's like a page turner. Um, anyway, so, oh, the last thing that they're saying for the uh, ingredients um, that's needed is cooking spray. So, can I only imagine what... It could be canola oil. It could be, I don't know if it's Pam, you know, I'm not sure what you'd prefer to use. Um, I've used canola oil often. Um, or there is, I think there's some that has virgin olive oil as well. Anyway, so here are the steps to this. In a pie pan or a similar shallow, shallow dish, you're actually going to mix 
all uh, you're gonna mix the ground chia seeds and flour then you're going to slowly whisk in the milk um, so that it doesn't get lumpy lumpy um, and again they are stressing slowly don't do it too quickly or anything um, after it's nice and smooth you're gonna let that sit for 15 15 minutes um, <laughs> In the meantime, you're going to actually cut up the bread into one inch um, thick slices. Next, you're going to whisk the batter after about 15 minutes and then slowly add the nutritional yeast and and then stir. Here's where you the fun begins because you're going to have an opportunity to you know, really cook some stuff. Um, heat the griddle um, or whatever, you know, if you're using a heavy pan, um, just over medium heat but then you're going to coat it with just a little bit of that cooking spray um, so that they, you know, the, your French toast doesn't stick. Um, you're, once you're done with that, you're going to soak your bread slightly, uh, the bread um, slices in the batter for just a couple of seconds on each side, and then you know, put them right on the griddle. And as simple as that, you're going to cook for one to two minutes um, on each side um, or until they look golden and tasty. <laughs> I swear this is this is it could be a little bit of a, a little bit of work because you're editing while you're while you're reading. Uh, but yeah, that's just so that's you know how that French toast is actually going to turn out. And they use they said sourdough. I would definitely encourage using sourdough for real. You know, I love sourdough. It's it's a it's a hearty bread. What if you don't have sourdough and maybe at your local grocery store, um, country that those that those country breads, um, or even potato bed? I mean, clearly, you're gonna probably have to soak um, the bread a little bit more, dip the bread, you know, in the batter a little bit longer than usual, but still, it'll give you an opportunity to have some really great a really great you know, French toast. I mean, the taste of, yes, like I said, sourdough is great, but if you don't have that, you could definitely use um, one of those thicker, heartier country breads. Yeah, make, I'm making my mouth water right about now. Anyway, in the book too, um, it talks about, they, there are different snippets on, on certain pages on, um, I'll say it's they call it something else but they they do use the word basic but um, I'm going to use the word stuff afterward after the word basic uh, because they use basic stuff <laughs> um, and just it's it's thrown throughout the book along with something called um, dropping knowledge I love those. It literally, they're just snippets of information on how to do things, how to create something. Um, and it's it's a fun way. It keeps it very light, but I think the wording and what they do, uh, the play on words and everything that they're doing, and some sometimes not even really a play on words. They're just straight up using words that uh, can't be said on the radio. Um 
but the you know this one that it was on page 27 of the book uh, talks about green smoothies shouldn't taste like grass <laughs> and i've seen friends do their green smoothies and sometimes it just looks kind of uh leafy <laughs> really really leafy like you drink it and you might have some particles and so forth it's left it in your teeth and you're smiling and greeting hi ah, yeah i just had my green my uh my green smoothie um yeah i could see oh, i have it all up in your mouth all up in between your teeth anyway sorry anyway they give some examples on or an example of what a green smoothie can actually what it could taste like or look like um and they said what helps with that is using you know fruits and vegetables that maybe are, are softer that help with when you're doing the blending it will help mix that and give it a more smoother texture and not so leafy or as they put it tasting like grass so that's just a, you know one little tidbit they're, they've even created um, their own dressings or shown you basically how to do dressings. So on page 37, I'm flipping through the book, y'all. I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm kidding. I'm serious when I'm telling you I had gone through the book. So on page 37, um, how do I put this? Um, dress that, dress that stuff up. We'll leave it at that. But they're referring to dressings. Um, so if you're on Facebook Live, you'll know what I'm talking about. You could see that. Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to do some editing even on Facebook Live. But basically, yeah, these are dressings. So one of them that I thought was really, I, I figured I have all this stuff at home right now. Um, actually, yeah, I kind of do. I, I really do. I have the toasted sesame, aside from the sesame, I see. Oh no, not even that. Um, that's if you wanted to add like sesame or the actual sesame seed itself. But right now I have this stuff, the, all these ingredients in my cupboard. You know, so for instance, this toasted sesame um, dressing, it's a half a cup of rice vinegar, one tablespoon of citrus juice, and that could be orange, lime, or lemon, whichever works best for you. Um, a half a teaspoon of soy sauce or uh, tamari. Two tablespoons of toasted sesame oil. Three tablespoons of olive oil. And all they said is to do is pour those all those ingredients. <laughs> pour all those ingredients in a jar and then shake it up. You know, you could add or more if you want or if you think it needs it but basically that's it i mean it's a simple recipe and literally uh, you know as i was going through it i was like dang i could make this right now with no problem and i love sesame dressing it will not so much the sesame seeds themselves but the sesame because of that sesame oil i love that and then there's another one that they have. It's uh, the basic um, <laughs> basic thug kitchen vinaigrette. 
two tablespoons of diced shallots or sweet onions, um, one and one half teaspoons of Dijon mustard, a quarter cup of red wine vinegar, uh, a quarter cup of rice vinegar, and then a quarter cup of um, olive oil. Um, same thing, pour it all in a jar and just shake it up. Um, you could add or a little bit more of something that you, if you feel that you need it. Um, you could switch out the vinegars if you'd like, uh, if you find uh, a, a more popular or favorite combo that you have. Um, you know, again, mix it up. Recipes are just a guide. They're just a way to establish a foundation of you know, how you're able to cook some things. And you know, that's really it. There's, again, this is, it's a wonderful book. I mean, there's so much more that I could actually um, share with you. You know, I've written down so many different notes. Um, I, I just think it's, it's really fun. Um, just go, was going through it. I was like, dang, you know, there's this one. I really want to share this peach, um, grilled peach salsa. I just, man, it just looks good. Um, the the book is actually broken up into different sections. So breakfast, um, you know your 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 lunch or maybe a snack, um, entrees if you would. And I shouldn't even say it. You know, I don't want to mix it up or confuse the issue. You know, I gotta say how it really is so folks know. But basically, okay, the munchies. That covers, oh, no, no, no. Um, carp diem, I left out a word, <laughs> but that's for breakfast. Uh, short order stuff, salad, sammies, and mini meals. Um, and again, these are the different sections of the book. Um, big cup of cozy, so that's soups and stews. The munchies, um, that's salsa, si uh, sips, and snack life. The main event, so that would cover like burritos, bowls, and other bomb meals <laughs> I love it um, and then there's sweet talk so you even have dessert areas so baked goods and desserts um, again just you know the grilled peach salsa is under um, the munchies so I mean create that and then have some uh, have some chips that go along with that I've never had peach grilled peach salsa seriously grilled peach salsa um i'm sorry i have to share the recipe because this just sounds so good six peaches and that's about three pounds half a, tea, a teaspoon of oil um it could be sesame oil olive oil grapeseed whichever you know you feel comfortable with or enjoy the most one to two serrano peppers minced um a half of a medium red onion chopped uh one medium tomato chopped and then juice of two limes and that's about oh, um, a quarter cup um a half a excuse me a quarter um teaspoon of salt and then a handful of cilantro i'm telling you i love making mango salsa this is on a different level for me because here i i've never had something like this i mean yes mango yes but peaches in it as, as a salsa, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I need to 
get my life right now and uh, go to the grocery store. And uh, yeah, that's from page 123 if you're interested. Uh, I, I can't I can't talk anymore about it. I want to. I really want to, but time is slipping away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this book. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I am going to read on the back, though, because just if you're interested, I, I could read the whole entire thing to you, so not to worry. Um, they say, you know, I mentioned food so good, we swear by it. We know you want to give a damn about what you eat, but it all just seems too difficult or expensive. Well, we're not buying that, and you shouldn't either. We're not going to lecture you or complicate stuff. <laughs> we're just here to help you eat your, your freaking vegetables. <laughs> so if you're ready to upgrade your kitchen game, step on into Thug Kitchen. And that's just one of the one of their um, cookbooks, y'all. Um, they also have Thug Kitchen Party Grub, uh, Thug Kitchen 101. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I might have to go off and uh, get the entire series, but I think this is a good, a great one to start off with. Once again, um, Thug Kitchen eat like you give uh, a frig <laughs> sorry um, I didn't get it because it's a um, a number one a New York number one um, bestseller I didn't um, I got it because I was uh, following these guys for so long and it was just really exciting to actually see something some individuals doing something really positive um whereas you know it because of the circumstance you know these two gentlemen they were and i'll just say it gang members um but you know they came together and made something very very helpful and uplifting for people that want to eat better or are just interested in doing culinary stuff for themselves or for their families. Um, saving you money because you could go to the grocery store. A lot of these recipes are not telling you to go out and buy these elaborate type of spices or meats and, and so forth. These are things that you could find at you know, your, your local grocery store sometimes very economically. Um, and you know, on a budget and even they said so themselves, it's like, Hey, we like to cook on a budget. We really, you know, healthy food or eating healthy does not mean is not just for the wealthy. Basically, um, you have the ability or the opportunities, if you would, to eat better. Um, if you have maybe suggestions or maybe a guide lines or foundations in which to follow um yeah the kitchen is definitely one of them just saying um there are other cookbooks um 
also that I'm going to be, I would love to be sharing and talking um, to you about. I know that I have uh, mentioned about them many, many times before, um, just other cookbooks. This is one that I really looked into and I'm like, I got to share this and went much further than I have with some other cookbooks. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I'm just saying. Okay. So I'm going to tell you all about, um, I guess, an experience that I had. Uh, hmm. Uh, what do I, I, I want to say? On Tuesday. Yeah. It was on Tuesday. Or was it on Monday? No. What was it on Monday? Oh, look at that. Wow. That's interesting. Go ahead. Oh, look at that. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I like that. It, I'm sorry. I'm so taken aback with... <laughs> uh, I was looking at a picture of something... Um, it's a place called Gold Room uh, Restaurant and Lounge. And oh my goodness, I really enjoyed myself. I don't know if, yeah, it, it was a really wonderful place to go to. Um, and what it was is we were having a food tasting. So uh, another food friend, um, influencer here within the Twin Cities, uh, Miss Nicole Pacini, uh, invited me to a food tasting. Um, and the food tasting, it, again, is, was at Gold Room um, Restaurant and Lounge. They are located at uh, 528 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis. So um, if you were to go take the, I suppose, either the green line or the blue line all the way into Minneapolis, um, and you got off at Hennepin, walk maybe about a block and a half south from the uh, from the rail. Yeah, you'll get to uh, Gold Room Restaurant and Lounge. Now, I think why the food tasting was actually done is because there was probably the idea that it's just like a club or it's just a lounge or a place to just drink. Yes, that is part of it, but it is also a restaurant. Um, and the food is very elevated, you all. It really, really is. I mean, it is a really nice, one, the atmosphere is nice, but also the cuisine that is coming out of the kitchen is amazing, is really, really awesome. Um, and I had the opportunity to, of course, uh, have the chef, the executive chef. His name is Chef DeMarco Cavill. So shout out to um, uh, Chef Cavill. Thank you so much for the quality of food that you were actually putting out. Literally, you all, I'm not kidding. For this food tasting, and he's a great chef. He's very creative. Um, the items that were coming out of the uh, of his kitchen um, and that are just on the menu are really, really awesome. I mean, you know, I was just explaining to some friends about having lemon pepper chicken, and it's not the same thing when you have the, for instance, when it's wings specifically, 
and it's just like this dusting that they put over on top of the chicken i mean you know okay in a pinch fine if you really have to fine but here he has actually incorporated those seasonings in to the batter itself so i mean there's it's almost like this extra flavor that's coming out of it it's not even a topical thing it goes all the way through uh, the the meat itself of of you know the chicken wings um it's so good i mean that's just one of them and there are various types of you know um ingredients i believe there's also barbecue and something else but i mean you could you could really taste the flavor the real flavor um in the this in the meat or in in the food and that like i said that's just one but there were other items that were that he shared with us as well that i just thought gosh why this is really good stuff and i can't i don't see why folks would think that it's just oh this is just kind of like eh um it's a restaurant you know or i mean it's just a lounge place or it's just a place to go kind of like hang out or whatnot it's like you could go there and have a really great meal as well um i will tell you that i have shared that on my facebook page um so you should see those um you'll see fried green tomatoes you'll see uh, definitely you know shrimp and 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 grits um there was mashed potatoes and beef tips and i i know it was just a comment that i made also too but i'm being honest when i tell you that sometimes you go to a restaurant and the asparagus or maybe even some other vegetable that you would think should have a certain type of texture it's too it's very wilted or overcooked or something like that and I it, this did not seem to be the case at Gold Room, um, you know, specifically coming out of the kitchen, you know, having the food. So it was really, really good. I had never I don't know if anybody else has ever had it or if you've seen the, um, the photos that I have on my page, specifically deep fried deviled eggs. Have you all ever had deep fried deviled eggs before? <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, it was garnished with turkey bacon and with green onions but clearly you know when you're doing your devil when you do deviled eggs you know the whites uh, of the egg itself is you know it, when you're just doing deviled eggs period the whites of the of the eggs are just there there's nothing really to it other than i think you're probably looking more to the actual yolk portion uh, and maybe if there's a garnish on top of that or whatnot here it's you're looking at the whole entire thing and you're able to taste flavors on the actual uh, egg white as well as on the actual yolk portion as well so it's not just you know the regular the regular deviled egg it really really is a, a, a awesome place and once again, this is nuts. <laughs> uh, you know, this is not 
it's not a paid endorsement or anything um i've had him on the show before um you all are very most likely very familiar with um how he's been on the show like two or three times actually he is also the executive chef uh, at mama's kitchen as well in saint paul so to have this other um space um the quality of the food you know when you have multiple places that you're you know taking care of he's involved and he, he makes sure that that quality is at a level of a, a very high standard and i appreciate that and i i think that you would appreciate it too so um support you know businesses that are there for your community and are thinking of the type of foods that um, people will enjoy in just in general um chef demarco cavill actually does that um just want to give him props on that um, but i really enjoyed myself at that food tasting there were other items that were there there were desserts um there was a, a lamb chops or um lollipop i'm sorry lollipop lamb chops hey um but they were so delicious um mashed potatoes uh, garlic mashed potatoes <sighs> there was a sweet potato um a sweet potato um corn muffin they are so moist with maple butter a little dollop of maple butter on top i'm telling you y'all if you've never been to a really good place to eat yeah make sure you visit or let me put it this way let's uh maybe gold room be one of your options to actually visit uh yeah let it be an option for you because there are there are so many um wonderful restaurants uh in the twin cities um i think also gold room is definitely one of them um, and should be an option anyway thank you all so much for just tuning in and being here uh, with me i know i talked so much uh, about thug kitchen <laughs> the cookbook more than anything <laughs> so uh, i'm not encouraging you to go out and get it but um it's it's a fun read it's fun recipes that are in there parents not for your children no <laughs> uh do some editing on it or, or whatnot whatever it is that you have to do but um yeah wonderful wonderful cookbook um i appreciate you sitting with me um as i you know every week i'm here uh at 10 a.m right here on weqi 104.7 the voice of the east side thank you so much for your support um those of you that have been on facebook live that have watched thank you very much out there in facebook land really appreciate it you know um there was another event that i went to as well and i didn't have a time to have time to talk about it but i will say that it's fun hanging out or no it's fun going to events that uh James Beard uh, nominated restaurant um, or chefs, um, you know, provide you with food or they're working in collaboration with our current reigning iron chef like Justin Sutherland. <laughs> that was some that was some I think that was on what Wednesday, 
was that on Wednesday? No, that was on Tuesday. My food tasting was on Monday. Yeah, on Tuesday, I went to an event called She and He Smoking. And I'm telling you folks, when I, I'm gonna post this up on my Facebook page. Um, yeah, this food, meat, meat, it was on point. Chicken, ribs, uh, coleslaw, uh, oh, so much more and that I can't even explain. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying, it was quite a bit quite a lot if you've not had an opportunity to go to chef shack i you know again let it be one of your options if you've not had an opportunity to go to handsome hog um let that be an option you know i talk about handsome hog quite a bit oh my goodness i have the sniffles when it's cold like this you have the sniffles sorry Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, gosh, the time certainly has waned, hasn't it? You know, we're coming to the um, end of the show. Uh, once again, I want to encourage you, please visit me on Facebook, which is the Unbougie Foodie. Uh, if you would like to see pictures of you know foods and places that i've eaten um definitely follow me on instagram which is the underscore unbougie foodie um twitter is at unbougie foodie and you know make sure that you're tuning in every week right here w-e-q-y right at 10 a.m uh, because this is where i'm actually going to be i hope you're going to be with me as well um I'm looking forward to the upcoming weeks. Um, there'll be new topics and so forth that I'll be talking about. So, uh, yeah, I hope you'll be joining me as well. Um, you know, that silence, of course, that's coming uh, is definitely the end of the show. And as I end every show, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because what? <laughs> Really, it is all about the food. <laughs> and until next time, people, thanks for watching on Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in right on WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Until next week, peace. Je foudais.